This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Welcome to the Wellness Glow Podcast. My name is Susie Garden, anti-aging naturopath and nutritionist, founder of the Glow Protocol, and I help women feeling stressed, flat, and older than they'd like regain their youthful energy and glow. Anti-aging is an inside job, and I know for sure that we can use specific foods, movement, mindset techniques, and build stress resilience to reduce our biological age and look and feel younger in our bodies and minds as well as potentially lengthening our lifespan. I'm here to be your guide to the latest in anti-aging and longevity research so that you can learn and apply simple techniques to reduce skin wrinkles, body pain, gut issues, improve your energy, and have your skin glowing with health. And I'm not even exaggerating. So if you're struggling with stress, fatigue, brain fog, weight gain, perimenopause, and feel like you've tried everything, then get ready to let go of everything you think you know. It's time to forget all the strategies that haven't worked for you before and join me as I share what actually does work. I have a down-to-earth approach and make the science seem simple and actionable. I know that the knowledge and insights I share can change your life and the way that you approach your health, and I'm excited to help you glow. Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wellness Glow podcast. I'm really happy to have you here listening this week as I talk about one of my favorite topics. As you know, I love talking and helping people with stress, and it's a huge, huge issue at the moment. I'm getting so many people through clinic and in my program that are really dealing with a lot of stress. And I want to talk about how stress can actually impact your weight, because as you know, I'm also a weight loss coach and it's actually really important. Um, and you may have noticed yourself that there are certain patterns that happen in your own body when you are stressed. And while today I'm going to be talking mainly about how stress and high levels of stress can 
can actually make it difficult to lose weight. Some people, it actually is the opposite and they lose weight. And it's really interesting because when it comes to stress and food, people typically react in one of two ways. They either stop eating and lose weight. And this may not even be a conscious thing. This is certainly a pattern I had when I was in my corporate career. I lost a lot of weight. Oh gosh, it would have been a while ago now. Um, when I was going through some very stressful times at work and it wasn't a conscious thing. I, I didn't consciously not eat. It was just that there was just no appetite there. And I wasn't even really thinking about it. But most people tend to reach for comforting food that makes them feel better. And that can also contribute to weight gain. But I wanted, before I get into the kind of nuts and bolts of that, I just wanted you to have a think about for yourself, like, have you noticed that the more stressed out you feel, the harder it is to lose weight? Is that you do fall into that category? Because it's not just a psychological thing. Your body actually makes it harder for you to drop the kilos and it's it's a protective mechanism. So let's take a closer look about how stress can sabotage your weight and what you can do about about it. Because the thing is, you can have the perfect diet. You can have your amazing personalized nutrition, particularly if you do my program, and you can exercise as much as you like, but it may not be enough to achieve long lasting weight loss, because that's really only two of the pillars that need to be in place. I have six pillars in my program. And while diet in particular is a huge part of it, um, there are four other pillars that need to be in place. And the thing is, you know, along with sleep, inflammation and environment, stress is one of the biggest overlooked aspects of the weight equation. And that's why I have one of my pillars in my program is actually building stress resilience. And as we'll discuss in a minute, um, stress really influences how we eat. It influences our motivation levels and how the body responds on a physiological level to a reduction in calories. And so if you're attempting to lose weight without considering your stress, you're making it an even greater challenge. So as I mentioned before, um, many people, majority of people have that reaction where they tend to reach for food when they are stressed. It makes them feel better. And what's happening there is your brain is trying to stimulate feel-good brain chemicals such as serotonin and dopamine to ease your stress and to feel safe again. And one of the easiest, most pleasurable ways to do that is by eating comfort foods. And unfortunately, it's usually things like sweet treats, fried foods, salty, crunchy foods. And as a result, you'll find yourself craving unhealthy food options all the time. And you'll usually feel unsatisfied if you opt for a healthy option instead. And also sometimes this can be wired into how you were, I guess, taught to view food in childhood. Often food can be used as reward 
in childhood. I'm sure we've all heard, if you eat all your veggies, you'll get dessert. And or the opposite, if you don't eat all of your dinner, you don't get dessert. So there can be an element of food as reward from that childhood kind of conditioning around food. And often we will do that. We will say, okay, if I finish, if I finish all my, um, I don't know, all my, the work, the, the goals that I have for today, then I'll go out and have, I don't know, cake or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, we often do use food as rewards. So it does help to stimulate those brain chemicals, particularly dopamine that feel good, that reward neurotransmitter or brain chemical. So, but it's not just your brain that's sabotaging you. It's also your stress hormones. So remember as part of the ongoing stress response. So I've talked about this many, many, many times. So if you're a regular listener, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, just go back through the feed. You'll see there's many, many podcasts on stress because it's something I'm really passionate about helping people with. So as part of that stress response, you produce the hormone cortisol. And remember, our stress response is there to, to protect us. It's there to keep us safe. And we are wired for survival. And this is a very primitive part of our nervous system. And cortisol is there to protect you, but it's also designed to protect you from things such as famine. <laughs> and the best way to protect against Famine is to encourage fat storage. Because remember, you know, when this, we were kind of evolving with these sorts of um, nervous system qualities, that was one of the biggest threats that we had in our lives was getting enough food. We were never guaranteed food. We had to hunt for our food. We had no way of storing our food. And so it was just, you know, eat. Now, we don't know when the next meal is going to be and what it's going to be. Whereas these days we've got, you know, pretty much 24-7 access to great food. So this system is designed to keep us safe and we have an unlimited ability to store fat. Pretty much every other mechanism in our body has an opposing mechanism that kind of helps keep it in balance. But when it comes to fat storage, there's nothing to switch that off we have an unlimited ability to store fat. So when we're in our stress response, our cortisol is lifted. It's saying to the body, you know, we need to store our fat. And we tend to store that fat around the belly area. It can also lead to an increased resistance to insulin. It can also lead to us experiencing more cravings for high calorie foods as a way to increase our energy storage and can also reduce your metabolic rate because sometimes it can impact on your, your thyroid gland, which is our master controller of our metabolism. And all of this adds up to mission impossible when it comes to shedding weight in these circumstances. So like, what can you do about it? Well, I mean, the obvious answer here is to get your stress levels under control, right? But what does that really mean? Just like weight loss is not as simple as diet and exercise. I think we all know that by now. Hopefully we all know it's not as simple as calories in, calories out. If you're getting told that by your PT or something like that, please know that is not the latest science. It is not as simple as calories in, calories out. Not as simple as diet and exercise. 
It's not as simple even as just like a single yoga session per week or a quick trip to the psychologist. Stress management and building stress resilience includes building habits that improve your stress resilience before you get stressed. When I work with people in my programs and in clinic, one of the first things I teach them is belly breathing. And belly breathing is an excellent stress management technique. And when I ask people, usually at the second or third kind of consult, you know, how'd you go with the belly breathing? I said, yeah, yeah, when I got stressed, I I did it. And the thing is, that's great, but you also need one of the great benefits of doing this technique is once you train yourself to do it, the body will do it naturally and it keeps your baseline stress down. So it helps you manage these stressful events as they occur rather than just doing it when you get stressed. Because often when we get stressed, we forget all of these fantastic resources and and supports that we have to manage our stress. It's one of the first things that falls away. So you need to have some habits that increase your stress resilience before you get stressed. And it's super easy. And I'm going to go into quite a few of these um, to show you how easy they are. Also healthy coping mechanisms for when you're already stressed out. Stay with us. We'll be right back. How would you like to have increased energy, balanced hormones, glowing skin, and your ideal weight in just three months? Sounds awesome, right? Imagine having your very own hormone balancing and weight loss strategy totally personalized to you based on your body biochemistry to release excess weight, say goodbye to pesky meriperi menopause symptoms, and decrease inflammation in your body which of course leads to decreased inflammaging. That's right, ladies, there are age-defying benefits as well. Oh, and of course, you have me at your fingertips for expert support so you never feel stuck or confused. I love supporting women on their weight loss journeys, and I've packaged up the award-winning Metabolic Balance Program with my signature hormone management system, giving you the GLOW Protocol. This 12-week one-to-one coaching program is you and me, nailing down your health and weight loss goals, creating your personalized plan using your blood tests, a thorough health assessment, and your food preferences. And then we get started with me supporting you every step of the way. Even if you've tried everything, even if you have resistant weight and complex medical conditions, the power of personalized nutrition, mindset coaching, and my support is transformational and gets results. And I'm not even exaggerating, even if I do say myself. So if you're ready to embrace feeling like your younger self again, lose excess weight, manage health conditions, and regain your confidence. You can just DM me at Susie Garden Wellness or email me hello at susiegarden.com and I'll pop a link in the show notes. And particularly around food. Steps to reduce your stress load, such as saying no more often. 
This is something that I've really struggled with uh, during my life. I uh, have been in the past and still, I guess, to a certain extent, been a massive people pleaser. And um, certainly it was quite detrimental to me when I was in my corporate job. Um, And I would just say yes and yes and yes and take on more work and take on more work until I really burnt myself out. So it's saying no more often is okay. Outsourcing tasks wherever possible is also imperative sometimes asking for support from your loved ones that's also imperative sometimes and then there are physical factors that influence your stress experience such as sleep such as having a balanced blood sugar level um, reducing liver burden such as caffeine and alcohol because again they're often things that we go for when we're really stressed and some of the things that you can do that are really easy they're really cheap they're free pretty much um, that you can do to help build your stress resilience are just really basic things like I don't think anything I'm about to say is rocket science but sometimes we just need to be reminded basic things like movement movement is really underestimated and I'm not talking about flogging yourself at the gym I'm talking about even things like dancing dancing in your living room I remember during the the first lockdown in 2020 when everything was just like so scary and unknown and we didn't know what was going to be happening and how long we were going to be in lockdown for and was full on and we we're working from home. At the end of every workday, because my husband was working from home as well, we would just like throw in a, a crazy song and dance around the living room. And it was kind of like our way of finishing off the workday and starting the, you know, our free time so that we had that cutoff which normally would be the drive home in the car, but because we didn't have that, we just danced and it was so much fun. And I'll often do that even now um, if I'm feeling a bit stressed or if I've got, just need to kind of work myself up to do some uh, lives on Instagram or something like that. I'll do a little, I'll throw on an old sort of song and dance around my office. And it really does help to just shake off that nervous energy and to ground you in your body. Also, Basics like walking, really important. Even stretching. If you have any injuries and you find, well, no, I can't walk or I can't, I can't do much, can't go to the gym, I can't dance. Even just stretching, doing some basic stretches. I'm just doing some now as I'm saying it can really help to release your fascia tissue, which is it sort of coats your muscles and bones and organs and everything like that. And when we stretch, we release that and it really helps to release stress. We hold a lot of tension in our fascia tissue. Also doing things like a power pose. Now, this is really interesting. I've only been learning about this recently, but doing a power pose such as standing in Wonder Woman pose, which is, you know, your feet evenly planted on the ground, maybe feet kind of more than hip distance apart, hands on hips, chest, shoulders back, chest out, and looking slightly up is a power pose. If you do that for two minutes and focus on your breathing, it really makes you feel confident. Um, Another thing you can do in that is actually just, you can look up slightly, but also then keep your head where it is and and direct your eyeballs upwards. And that can actually be really uplifting. It's a really cool little neuroscience technique. Um, And warrior poses in yoga. If you're familiar with warrior poses, warrior two in particular, warrior one, um, those two in particular, uh, because they're 
upright, they're very focused, they're very mindful poses, and they're quite powerful using your legs, using your arms, using your core. Just doing that for like holding that for one to two minutes, if you can, it's quite a long time to hold those poses, um, increases your confidence. So I really recommend that you try that. Another really interesting technique to manage stress, and this is going to sound a bit weird, but just smiling, forcing yourself to smile, even when you don't feel like it helps to reduce your stress. It helps make you feel happier. And I've used this technique a lot over the years. There was actually a technique I was taught, oh my gosh, many years ago by a psychologist we had at uh, work, where he said, if you have a really stressful encounter with a customer and you're going back to your car and uh, because obviously we're seeing customers on the road, um, just to sit in the car, look upwards and smile. And it really does work. I don't know why, maybe because you feel like a bit of an idiot, but it really works. And that's, that's something that is a really powerful thing to kind of help lift your mood. Um, getting out into nature. This is, we forget, this is so basic. You know, we forget that we are nature, we are animals, and we spend a lot of time indoors in artificial environments. And so getting out, even if it's just in your backyard, or if you don't have a backyard, going down to a local park. I happen to be very lucky and I live in some beautiful nature areas. So I've got trees around me. I can go for a little bushwalk uh, that doesn't take very long, or I can go and walk on the beach. Anything where you're getting fresh air, uh, and looking at you know trees, grass, some sort of nature, really, really important, really wonderful for your cells. Um, sunlight, getting sunlight on your skin is um, fantastic for many reasons. One of them, obviously, we all know that that helps increase our vitamin D, but and that vitamin D is directly linked to um, our our stress, our mental health, anxiety. So lifting our vitamin D levels is really important, but also just the feeling of sunlight on your skin is beautiful. And particularly, you know, in the Southern hemisphere where I'm located, we're heading into winter. So it's really important to get enough sunlight on your skin. Um, Also the power of touch the power of touch, super important. So, and that can be snuggling with your pet or your favorite human. Um, it can be going and getting a massage or maybe some self massage um, can be really nice. Um, in my programs, I gift everybody a pair of massage gloves that is really beautiful for just kind of relaxing the body. And I also use personally myself, I have one of those spiky balls, a physio ball. I have a longstanding shoulder injury from my nursing days. And so I get quite tight in my shoulder. And I notice particularly if I'm stressed, that shoulder will really tighten up. So I just get my spiky ball and I (laughs) lean against a wall with it and just roll around on the spiky ball. And that just makes me feel so good because it's just releasing that fascia. Um, the final one I'll touch on today is breathing. Again, it's something it's free. We all have to do it. And whether it's belly breathing, which you can do all the time, whether it's box breathing, where you're counting an equal number of counts, like four counts in hold for four, exhale for four, hold the exhale for four, and then inhale for four again. So creating that box. There's a whole bunch of different breathing techniques. There's the Wim Hof technique, which is pretty cool as well. There's many, many types of 
breathing techniques or pranayama if you're a yogi that are just incredible for changing the chemistry of your uh, blood for a start. We know that for sure. And also it just works on your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic nervous system. So it helps to balance out that fight and flight response with your rest and digest response, which is the opposite nervous system. So notice with all of those ones that I've just talked about now, I've not even touched on meditation and mindfulness. There are so many things you can do that are just normal everyday things to help manage stress. And you might have some things that you do as well, like hobbies, for example, like if you really like surfing or cycling or something that, that again, is something where you're just focusing on something very um, closely is all of that will help with your stress. Um, and also one I haven't said, which I think is also important is, is hanging out with friends, family, that kind of thing, having that community connection. So all of these things will help you lose weight because you are managing your stress. Now, this is just I must um, clarify this. This is if you have a weight loss goal. If weight loss is not something you have that goal of, then then these things are great and just doing them of, them, them of themselves is not going to make you lose weight. It You would have to have other things in place like your um, dietary kind of um, focus and your exercise as well. But we do know, I know I've worked with weight loss for a number of years now, and we know that you can have everything perfect, but if your stress is high, it will block your weight loss immediately. So it's really, really important. So the thing is, you know, managing a stress, as I've, I've mentioned here, it's not as simple as taking a day off or doing some meditation. It's this holistic approach to your diet, to your lifestyle, to your mindset. Um, and by supplying the body with what it needs to thrive and improving your stress resilience, you can feel amazing and release those extra kilos, you know, with ease, if that's your goal. So, you know, if this is something you need help with, of course, I'm always um, happy to have a chat to you. Just DM me at Susie Garden Wellness or go and check out my website, susiegarden.com forward slash the glow protocol if you're interested in working with me. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of The Wellness Glow. I hope you had loved what you heard here and are excited for the potential to improve your health and increase your lifespan. If this resonated with you, then please screenshot this podcast and share it with your friends. Hashtag The Wellness Glow Podcast. Please rate and review so I can spread the word and keep bringing you more goodness. If you're not already following me on social media, come and join me for extra, in, extra inspiration and teachings. I do frequent updates in my Facebook group, which you can join at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the wellness globe. You can follow me on Instagram at Susie Garden Wellness or check out my website at susiegarden.com. You can download my essential eight anti-aging secrets that all women over 40 should know and check out my signature program, The Glow Protocol. I'm so excited you joined me here today and I can't wait to share the next episode with you. Until then, remember your biological age doesn't have to reflect your chronological age and anti-aging is an inside job. <laughs>